Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello, and welcome along to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you very warmly to another edition. Now, in today's program, I'm going to meander around a variable, what shall we say, a variable agenda of things that have stood out to me, have flashed their neon flashing lights at me from some of the readings and some of the listenings I've been doing over the past month. And I've made a note of them and thought, you know, I'm going to have to share that. I want to embellish it. I want to put that on the podcast because I think there's some real valuable stuff in here for uh, leaders, managers and coaches. So here we go. And it's in no particular order, but it's going to weave itself into a story. So I'm freewheeling a little bit, but there's always a force that seems to be with the podcast that brings it to a lovely conclusion. So here we go with the first one. And I love this. It says, remember to furnish your life with truth, courage, and beauty. Remember to furnish your life with truth, courage, and beauty. I think that's a noble aim. And if we could plaster that as an honorable goal, no matter what the details of our life are and our endeavors, that we perform it in truth, courage, and with beauty, we wouldn't go far wrong. Again, it was the uh, inimitable Jordan Peterson who talked about having the benefits of having beautiful art. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It's just what's beautiful to you in your home or even in just one space. And understanding and utilizing those two virtues of truth and courage to make your life into an adventure. And maybe the beauty is just how you create that little sanctuary where you return night after night after your truthful and courageous endeavors out there in the real world. As you voluntarily expose yourself to the challenges on your journey. And here's a great one. I love this. There are a thousand lessons in defeat, but only one in victory. You know, and I spend a lot of time with young footballers and I've spent time with them when they've won a game or they've won a competition and they're full of this joy and hugging each other and shouting and singing and screaming and they've won a trophy or they've won a game, high fives and all the rest of it. And the team that's lost are like vanquished, defeated, sullen, hunched over body language, can't raise a smile or hardly a handshake. Yet where's the beauty? For me, that beauty is in the defeated because that's where the gold lies. Because you can analyze your preparation, your actions and your response and learn so much from that. And that leads me on to one of Brian Johnson's quotes. And I love this. It's like the mark of a true winner. The worse I feel, he says, the more committed I become. Because you know, ultimately, it's how you feel that determines often what you do and how you do it. Do you turn up? Do you give up? 
Oh, I don't fancy it today. Not great. A bit cold. Not sure. Put in half an effort. Imagine having that as a value of virtue and something that worked for you. The worse I feel, the more committed I become. Because you can guarantee and bet your bottom dollar, as they say, that everybody's going through the same thing. Maybe not at the same time as you, but they will at some point. And they'll, they'll be inconsistent and they'll be hot and cold and some days good and some days bad. So when you're flying and your emotions are high and you've slept, you're flying, you've slept well, your nutrition's good, you're on your game, all is well. But on the same days that you've not slept well and the baby's kept you up and you and the wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, have had an argument, you're still as committed and nobody knows. Wow, you're going to achieve something, let me tell you. This is a reminder, this one, that again, I've stolen from, again, the wonderful Brian Johnson, who uh, put some phenomenal stuff out there um, from his Entheos work. And he talks about constantly going from theory to practice to mastery. So you want to achieve something and you work, you read about it, you listen, you speak to people and you get the theory. Their take on it, they've done it, this is what you do, the handbook, the manual. No prizes for that, but that's the groundwork. Then you get your hands dirty, you get your kit on, you get out there, you get muddy, you get cold. You fail and fail and fail and you're practicing your craft. You keep practicing and reviewing on the road to mastery, from theory to practice to mastery. And those two together, the worse you feel, the more committed you become on that road from theory to practice to mastery. It's pretty much sums up a great recipe for a good life, if you ask me, particularly if you put your focus into those three areas that, again, Brian Johnson talks about energy, making sure you're well looked after and ready to go. Work, what is your passion? You're a writer, a coach, a politician, a business person. And the third area of love, your friends, your family, and yourself, of course. Not a great, uh, not far off a great theory of how to live a good life. Right, now here's a, a bit of an off-the-wall one. And I spend a lot of my time, as you know, dealing with young footballers. And um, sometimes you're trying to get them to achieve something. And it's like dealing with a nest of rats. They're running here and everywhere. They're, they're not concentrating. They're not focused. And they're millions of miles away from getting to where you want them to be. Not always, but sometimes. And then the other day I heard a quote that some eminent scientist said there are more neuronal interconnections in the human brain than there are subatomic particles in the universe. And you might have to sit on that quote for a while to kind of let it sink in. Now, I'm no scientist, but that's some number. I find it hard to believe, but maybe it's true. And the thing I want to say from that is, well, if that's true, how deep is the complexity of a human being? And yet, sometimes we expect people to be able to not only understand themselves, but we expect ourselves to be able to understand them. Number one is, human beings are far too complex for us to understand. And number two, how do we expect to understand someone else when we cannot even comprehend ourselves? Something to remind ourselves about when somebody is winding us up 
or we don't understand them just puts a little bit of perspective on it now if you're ever in doubt about how interested somebody is in you compared to how interested they are in themselves and their own life here's a great little story apparently if there is a cause for donation to a charity when there has been devastation caused by a hurricane and nowadays it is the custom to name hurricanes hurricane angela hurricane brian hurricane katrina whoever whatever and it appears that people are far far more likely to donate when the name of the hurricane begins with the same letter as their own name now i don't know about you but i think that's completely bizarre and the only thing that they can put it down to is a resonance and an alignment with the tragedy with themselves it's kind of a reminder of how deeply entrenched we all are in ourselves okay next little lesson that i picked up and had a reminder of this week draw on a blank piece of paper the letter u a simple letter u so it starts at a point it drops down it stops being so vertical and becomes horizontal and then goes on a steep upward curve that you represents the hero's journey in graphic or linear form you start off at this point you make a decision you think you're going to do something you're probably going to go on a downward trajectory as you realize how inept you are at the task you've set yourself are you struggling to find that extra edge to help you stand out above the crowd? Separating yourself from the rest is often about personal leadership. Achieve your true potential and become who you really can be. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course is a unique membership accessing the knowledge and wisdom from history's greats that will help you develop both personally and professionally to make you truly stand out. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course. Access now at patreon.com Leader Manager Coach. And it's not exactly like this, folks. It's just a representation, but it's a good one to bear in mind when you're in that challenging time when things ain't going well. And then it bottoms out and you kind of think, Do you know what, I'm kind of getting a bit of a handle on this. I'm going to keep going, but you're still on the flat bit. It's not working, but it's better than it was. And you keep working and keep working. And then it starts to go up and it goes up and up and up and up. And that's the macro model. But within that, there's probably thousands and thousands of micro models where that particular U-shaped curve happens for you on an hourly or a weekly or a daily basis. Now turn the U the other way around so it's like an N. That's like a little bit of a representation of hitting the optimum balance. Because I'm often having conversations with people about how much of this shall I do? How much exercise? How much practice? How much weight? How hard? How long? How far? And the answer is often, well, it depends, but there's always a balance to everything. So as you go up from the bottom of the end, you start to get more success and climb higher and it's doing you good and it's positive. And then it starts to reach a peak and plateau out. And any further input will take you on the downward curve. Too much drink. Yes, good for you, good for you, good for you, good for you. Starts to have negative effects. Too much food. Good for you, it's nutritious, excess, negative effects. Too much rest, it's 
Good for you. Recover, 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 recover. No more strength, negative effects. Too much training, too much running, too much time at work. Positive, positive, positive. Negative effects on the other side of your life. Remember the inverted you and the normal you. They have both have lessons within them. Here's a question for you. Have any of you suffered with boredom, frustration, or impatience? Of course you have. What do they mean? Are they a sign of a bad life? Mean you're a bad person? Not at all. Boredom is probably a question that you need to ask yourself. Am I currently on the right path or do I need to change? Or at least slightly push myself onto a different path. Frustration. Do I need to grow, get better, improve, change a technique? Impatience. Do I need to be present and focus more? Three positive responses to three, in inverted commas, negative emotions that are the precursor of success. So we've all experienced boredom, frustration and impatience. How many of us have experienced the desire for fame? I'll hold my hand up and say that. Yes. A great man, a wise man said, do not be interested in fame. It is just a side effect of success. In fact, it could be a disease. Fame is one of those things that we all crave. We all think it's amazing. And yet, it's like trying to grasp water. you just got to be great at what you do. Which leads me on to the next one. Here's a few do's and don'ts. I don't like giving do's and don'ts, but I think these are pretty much do's and don'ts. Don't do anything by halves. Either do it or don't. Here's a good do. Make regular lists of things that inspire you. We all need inspiring on a regular daily basis. We need a shower every day or fairly regularly. We have to wash our clothes fairly regularly. We have to renew our vows fairly regularly. We need inspiration. Here's a good do. Focus in on a routine. People bounce around from one thing to another like a magnifying glass in the sun just making the paper warm when it's moved around. But hold it still, it will create a fire. Focus in on the routine. Make everything in your life a prayer. Make it purposeful. Be present. Do it to the best of your ability, whether you're washing the dishes or giving a speech, or you're playing in an international competitive tournament, or you're listening to your grandchild. Make everything a prayer. Be present. There's a great quote about choice. Two words, thou mayest. You may. You have a choice. All the time you have a choice. That's the ultimate thing about being a human, probably or possibly. You can always choose your path. It may not seem so, but you always have a choice, even if the choice is an internal one for your own state of mind. The ultimate level of thou mayest. Agency says thou canst. Yes, you can. You cannot always manifest immediately what it is you want, but you may embark upon the journey internally towards that. Keep that in mind all the time, even if your choice is how to respond. If you're ever feeling that you can't achieve anything or what you're doing is futile, remember Margaret Mead's quote, often requoted or 
sent out in reminders by Jordan Peterson that it only takes a few like-minded people to change the world. Don't think you have to be in a majority. In fact, if you're in a minority, it may only be a matter of time because people get laughed at first of all, then derided or derided and laughed at and then kind of accepted and then lauded as people then start to believe what they once thought was a load of rubbish. Remember what is real and you do this by stripping away or getting good at stripping away all the coverings. What is really going on here? What's happening? What's the score? What's the situation? Cut away the noise. Keep coming back to the ultimate battle and that is first master yourself cannot be a great leader, a great family man, a family woman, a, a, a coach, a business leader, until you first master yourself. It's the inner journey, the only one that really matters. Don't be outwardly successful, but inwardly tortured. Get the foundation right. Find a peace, find a place, Find something as a foundation. You'll never get there. Probably. Possibly you will. Make that focus mastery of yourself in order to be the best in the world or show up for others in the world. Remember that genetics predispose. They do not predetermine. There are too many examples in the world of people, of humans, who have been born with characteristics that, def that kind of, you look at them and you understand and you think, how have they done that? Yes, the odds were stacked against them. Yes, they had to probably battle in ways that we have no idea. But remember that genetics predispose. They do not predetermine. People often cite trauma and things that happen to them in life as reasons why they are where they are. Now look, I'm not a counsellor, I'm not a therapist, but a wise person who understands this said that it's not the trauma, it's the response to the trauma. And the key thing is, is that the response is in the person's control. No one says it's easy. No one said you says you should do this and you should do that. Or we should judge people until we've walked a mile in their shoes. But it is the response to the trauma that is the issue. And the response is in the person's control. You know, as has been thrown about before, there are too many people who've been abused in, in as children. And not all those people go on to be abusive or have challenging lives. Of course they don't. The majority don't. They deal with the trauma. So remember that it's in your control. And here is the last little bit I'm going to leave you with. I think this comes from Marcus Aurelius. Be tolerant with others and strict with yourself. Limit your thoughts to the present and deal with what's in front of you now. Be present. And from the four agreements that we've featured on the podcast before, don't take anything personally. It's probably not you. 
it's probably the other person's state of mind. We have to bear in mind and be a little bit self-insightful to make sure we're not off track. But don't take everything personally. So there's a few learnings from this week on I've had and shared on Leader Manager Coach. I hope one or two of those will help you on your own journey. If just one of the things does, I think we've achieved our aims. So some of the things that you might want to check out are Brian Johnson's work, Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, the podcast we did on the four agreements on Leader Manager Coach, amidst other things. It's Leader Manager Coach. Catch you later. Bye-bye.